everyone. Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm Grace Atwood. And we're playing a fun game today. We are playing Would You Rather. So we just wanted to have a fun, easy, light episode today. And, and I thought our Fuck, Mary Kill episode was so funny. But I think this one might be better. There's so, you guys sent so many questions. I don't think we'll even be able to get through like a quarter of them. I didn't read any in advance so that I can react off the cuff. <laughs> I'm excited. Wait, but before we get into today's episode, we have a new sponsor. And I'm so excited about this one because it's a alcoholic beverage that I have been buying with my own money for quite some time. It's Bon and Viv. So you know how much we love seltzer. The only thing better than seltzer is spiked seltzer. Bon and Viv is refreshing and delicious and it has zero sugar. We're going to tell you more in the episode, but um, we're so excited about this. Before we get to our game, though, how is everything going? What's your high? What's your low? Okay, so I'm like a little embarrassed by one of my highs. I have two. So I talked about my air conditioner debacle two episodes back, and I really wasn't trying to get a free air conditioner. I want to say that. But our episode got passed to the founder of Windmill, and... They brought me a beautiful new air conditioner. They took away the old one and they installed a new one. And the installation is really what the problem is because there's that platform. Like they had to like build something to rest it on so the air doesn't get in. And they also explained why black air has been coming into my apartment um, because it wasn't properly sealed up at the top. So my apartment is so nice and cold and there's no water on the floor. And I love my new air conditioner and I'm embarrassed but also so thankful to to windmill for doing this for me i'm laughing at you but i'm glad that your air conditioner is fixed yes it's so nice my other one was um this week i went to visit my favorite artist hunt slonum um he is so talented you might he has all these different coffee table books and he's most known for his bunnies um and i collect the little bunnies um but I am a huge fan. I mean, I am such a fan that like back when I like couldn't afford his work, I took his wallpaper and framed it as like a low rent version of Hunt Slonim artwork. But he invited me to his studio to just like chat. And it's just such a beautiful, inspiring place. It's like I want to say it's like 5,000 square feet. It's huge. That's amazing. You like get your steps just walking from one end to the other. It's in Industry City. He has all these birds. Like he has like tons and tons of birds as pets. He has walls and walls of his bunny paintings. He has um, like just like all these vignettes, like tablescapes and just like it's there's a a post about it on my blog if you guys want to see it because I went like two years ago. Um. It's just like a wildly creative and exciting place. And I will say I wore a mask the whole time. He wore a mask. It was just us and his assistant there. Did you wear a Hunt Sloan mask? Also, guys, I have a Hunt Sloan mask. Like, I'm a fan. I didn't want to, like, wear the rock band t-shirt to the concert. So I I did not wear it. But I wear that mask a lot if you follow me on Instagram. So anyways, I was really excited. And the other thing is, is, like, we don't make – that much money from the podcast, but I take half of everything from the podcast and it goes in a separate bank account. And that's my art fund because I really like, that's like the one thing I really do care about investing and learning more about. And so I bought myself um, a little green bunny and then a big pink um, bunny with their, his diamond dust. And I love it. I, mean, I will say he gives me a very big discount um, as a friend. So <laughs> I don't like I know that people will look up prices and be like, oh, my God, like she's rich. But like, no, um, he gives me a really, a really good discount. So I just my apartment feels so happy having my new bunnies. I felt so inspired going to his space. It is like the coolest place. Like, please look up that tour on my blog because um, Trent, Trent Bailey and I went there like two years ago and took all these photos and oh he's got like a indoor garden in there it's like my disney world cool even though i'm scared of birds um i liked it yeah how about you well speaking of being a fan so one of my highs is that oh my god we We met your the same day same day we same day we had um dan pelosi who runs the instagram account grossy pelosi over for takeout and outdoor cocktails and um If you've been listening, you know that he was my obsession probably like at the beginning of quarantine 
And I talked about him so much just because I'm genuinely such a fan of his. Like he just seems like the greatest person on the internet and everything he makes. Um, he's like a food blogger. Everything looks delicious. And I just wanted to be his friend. And Grace did something creepy. I still don't know what she did. But I didn't do anything. He wasn't following me. And then he Grace did something and then he followed me and he's like, just FYI, you, me and Grace are best friends. And then like five minutes later, Grace texted all of us on a chain and was like, let's have patio drinks. So well, he- if you want to know what happened, all that happened was I, Becca and I are on Instagram a lot. Becca is like a little bit nervous to comment on other people's accounts. Not nervous. You just don't really do it. You're not a commenter. I'm not a commenter. The best way to make friends with people on the internet is to comment avidly on the accounts that you really like. So I found Grossy Pelosi through you and I started commenting on all of his posts. So he DM me and he's like, you are so sweet. And he's like, what's your deal? I was like, what's your deal? <laughs> I was like, I'm a fan. I'm like, my friend Becca, who I do a podcast with, told me about you and sh- and got me obsessed. And um, he's like, oh my God, bad on paper. He's like, all these girls that I'm friends with listened to, to it and got excited when you guys mentioned me. So I was like, oh my God, that's hilarious. I was like, but, but really, Becca gets all the credit. So then he followed Becca. Oh, I thought it was going to be creepier than that. No, it was, it was totally non-creepy. <laughs> but it's all I will say. Is, I felt like it was like the Make-A-Wish Foundation where you were like, will you be friends with my friend? It's all she wants. No, the power of the internet is like, if you want to be friends with someone, just like comment on their Instagram a lot and they'll notice and they'll DM you. It's a good lesson. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, he came over and he is a joy. I yes. loved him. We, he came over the patio. It was socially distanced. I have yep. to just say that because I got – somebody like sent me this really nasty message about Ooh. how I'm a bad influencer and that I'm seeing too many people. I'm like, I'm seeing them all outside wearing a mask. Yeah, seriously. So anyway, um, I think there's going to be a gross on paper crossover at some point, yes. which I'm very excited for. We're absolutely having him on the podcast. He is a delight. If you guys don't follow him, he brought over this like cornbread oh, trifle. trifle. Oh. It was so good. He's also older than like he's my age, which mm-hmm. is so rare for influencers. I'm always like five or ten years older than everyone. And he has like perfect skin. So I just assumed he was gonna be like, Oh, I'm twenty six. And he's like, No, I'm thirty eight. I was like, Oh my God, I love you. Like even more. <laughs> I, I know that's a silly thing to get hung up on, but I feel like there's no older influencers. So <laughs> that's one of my highs. Then my second high is that my low last week was that Rom-com pods recording was very stressful, but it's now over. We did it. I feel like it I didn't see great. you for so long. You didn't. We did. I think we recorded 27 hours in five days. I was like nervous to even text her. I was like, I don't even want to just like even bother you. It was a lot, but it went so well. I'm so excited. Now, my biggest disappointment is that I can't just snap my fingers and have it be done because I just want to share it with everyone yeah. because I'm so excited about it. But it went really well. So that was good. It ended up being very stressful until the very last minute. And then it was smooth sailing. Great. Well, I cannot wait to listen. I read the early version of the script and it's fantastic and so timely with the election. And it already changed so much since the one you read. It got even better. I know. I can't wait. But then can I tell you about my low? Yes. So my low is resolved. So it's it was a low, but it has been fixed. So I thought I was going deaf. So, <laughs> so it sounds like something I, I had, would do. I had like a major panic freak out. So my AirPods, the right AirPod has been broken for like a month. Oh, mine is too. And it's not totally broken, but it's just very quiet. Okay. So mine just doesn't work. Okay. So mine works, but it's just like really soft. So then I, on last Saturday, we were recording and we had like a six hour recording session. So somewhere around hour four, I was wearing different headphones. Like I was wearing corded headphones and I started to like not really be able to hear in my right ear. And like, I was like, oh, maybe it's not my AirPods. Maybe it's me. I'm going deaf in my right ear. And I was like freaking out. And then I was like, I know you're not supposed to do this, but I was like, Q-tip. I was like, maybe there's like earwax. I was like, I, I don't know what's happening. And I was like freaking out that I was going deaf. But then finally, after afterwards, I tried on another pair of headphones. And it turns out that the right 
earbud and both of my headphones were just broken. Oh my gosh, how weird. How weird. But I was like, oh my God, I'm going deaf. What am I going to do? But I bought new headphones and it's fine now. Great. I want to get the new AirPods. I I, I I got the cheap. I got the oldest, cheapest ones. Yeah. And I don't think I really have a use for noise cancellation because I'm not going on planes. But um, the guy I dated this winter had them and they were so cool. And I want them, but I just don't really want to spend the money on them. It's kind of like the air conditioner. Yeah. Like, don't really. I got the bottom of the line ones and yeah. that's good enough. Yeah. What's your low? My low has also been resolved, but it was traumatizing. Like, just ask Allie Provost who came in the middle, over in the middle of it. So my low is I had a massive fruit fly epidemic. Oh, that always used to happen to me at my old apartment. And it's really, I it was like really excessive and... I will confide a little thing that I'm really embarrassed by because I really do pride myself on being a clean, tidy person. I did something that was very gross. So during the pandemic, I did not hoard much, but I did buy everything on Allison Roman's like quarantine checklist. I got shallots and onions and potatoes and a, a few other like non like like things you can put in soups and stews that won't go bad because they last for like two months. So they last for two months. I just completely forgot about them because I'm not making soups and stews. There was a little bit of an infestation because those things had started to like go bad. Oh, crazy. Yeah. And so they had really multiplied like dramatically. And I thought it was just my trash. I was taking my trash out every single day. I was like, I don't understand. Like, this is crazy. I took all of the produce off my counter and either threw it out or stuck it in the fridge. And it was just getting like worse and worse. I didn't understand. It's because they had a great supply of food that I didn't even think about. So that, and that was also under my sink because you're supposed to store those things in like a cold, dark place. Oh, no. Well, anyways, we, I went out with my cousin Sarah, not when we went out. So this was like a couple weeks ago. She's like, oh my God. She's like, get, the apple traps. And I was like, what's the apple trap? She's like, it's just this like little liquid from Raid that you put inside this little apple. And so I thought that I had to go buy apples to like put the um, the Raid in, but it actually comes and it's this adorable little plastic apple. And you just fill it up with this solution. It smells a lot like apple cider vinegar. And before people DM me that I could just use apple cider vinegar or wine with dish soap, I know that. I tried it and it did not work. I think my my little epidemic was just extra bad. So the raid traps completely cleared up the situation within a couple of days. But it was disgusting. Um, and that's where Allie came in because she came over to shoot. And I was like, don't put anything on the table. And she was like, why? And I'm like, look closer at those red apples. And I had six of them because I like just was like, I'm going to like get them all. The, before the flies go into the traps, they get like really excited about the traps and they like sit and they hang out. Like it becomes like fly beach. And they were just like all hanging out on the trap and like so thrilled about this new development. Little did they know the development was going to kill them. But for like the first eight hours, they were just like all hanging out on the trap. When I woke ya. Yeah. When I woke up the next day, they were all dead. I was a murderer. Like it was a mass fruit fly killing. It was gross. It was very gross. So now I have one that just sits on the counter in case I get any more. But I haven't really had a problem since doing that. I'm glad. All your house stuff is resolved. Yes. Air conditioner, fruit flies, got some new art. It's great. All right. Let's get into this game. Grace active service to me real hard and put together the outline because I was working on rom-com pods recordings this week. So... If you know, that's my love language. So I feel very loved. But I also haven't seen these questions yet. Would you rather have someone always cook for you or always clean for you? Always clean for me. Hands down. Because I think cooking is subjective. Different people like different things. But cleaning is not subjective. Clean is clean. Yes, I agree. I would love to have someone clean up for me. Like what if somebody always cooked for you and they were like, you didn't like their cooking? Yeah, it would be bad. I mean, I assume that it would be a good cook, but I would prefer to have – like, cleaning is just such a tedious thing. Totally. Would you rather always rely on someone else or be relied upon? I would rather be relied upon. Like, hands down. I don't – I hate feeling like I need something from someone. Oh, my God. I would feel so uncomfortable if I was, like, constantly reliant on somebody. Yeah, I hate being needy. No. 
Would you rather live in New York forever or leave today and never be able to come back? That's hard. I, I would say live in New York forever. I would too. And that's a hard one because I've been like thinking more and more about if I want to leave New York. But like knowing all of my – so many of my friends are here, I would need to be able to come back. I also don't know where I would go. I think you know where you would go. Yeah. I, I would just be like <laughs> an exile wandering in the desert. <laughs> Would you rather be incredibly talented but never discovered or famous for doing nothing? Okay, this is really hard it's because really I hard. think there's pros to both sides. Yeah. I think that I would rather be famous for doing nothing. There's definitely downsides because people are going to talk shit about you. Yeah, all the shit talking. I couldn't handle that. All the shit talking and, you know it's probably going to invade your privacy. However, I feel like you could just get rich and then like drop out of the scene if you hated it versus, I don't know. I feel like you would be depressed if you were like incredibly talented and never discovered like what an, you'd have to just like, you'd be so sad. You'd be so sad. I think I would rather, I think I would actually rather be really talented and never be famous. I wonder what your talent is. I know. What is my talent? I, just, I was thinking like musical talent. I was thinking artistic talent. Oh, okay. I just think um, just like being an internet person, like I, the shit talking like really bothers me or just people who just feel like the need to say anything to you. Like I can't even imagine like what it would be like to be actually famous, like having have being just a person who has 155,000 Instagram followers. Like I don't, I don't want that. Well, I'll. We picked opposite Yeah, there. we did. First difference. First difference. Would you rather live in a place with eight months of hot, hot summer or eight months of cold, cold winter? Oh, my God. Hot, hot summer for sure. Okay. Can I have a caveat answer? We're going to disagree. We're oh. not going to disagree. Oh. I would pick hot, hot summer as long as it's near a body of water. Okay. Yeah, I If agree it was just that. like Arizona. No. Hard pass. Hard pass on Arizona. Sorry to anyone who lives in or Arizona. Or I guess if I had a pool. But yeah, I, a pool. I, even a fake body of water is great but like yeah i need water need water yes in which case that would be fine otherwise cold cold winter yes would you rather be able to teleport or read minds teleport absolutely hands down i also like don't really want to know all the bad things people are thinking about me like truly it wouldn't be it would it's just like did you what did you ever watch it i mean it's so dated and so problematic like what what women want oh yeah that sounds awful it sounds awful but also teleportation would be great because there is nothing worse than coming home from a trip yes like the process of needing yes. to get back home where you're like it's over oh my god absolutely just being able to snap your fingers and teleport oh i would pick that yes would you rather only shop on amazon or never shop on amazon ever again I know that this is someone's going to get mad at me for this. I'd rather only shop on Amazon. It's easy. You can get everything you need. It's fast. They ship fast. I like Amazon a lot. You can get pretty much everything on there. I think I would pick never. Really? Yeah, because I think I would just switch to buying anything that I buy on Amazon on Target because I feel like most of the stuff I buy on Amazon is like home stuff or like cleaning stuff or stuff like that. So I don't feel like Amazon's the only place I could get it. Sure, it's convenient. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, I am I, I could see that perspective, too. And then, yeah, I think I, I'm going to change my answer. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we won't be able to buy your drop collection. That's a problem. But outside of that, I don't feel like I buy <laughs> things on Amazon that are, like, only available on Amazon. Yeah. I buy a lot of clothes on Amazon. Would you rather live without TikToks or TED Talks? I'd rather live without TikToks. <laughs> Oh, I'd rather live without TED Talks. I feel like I've been living without them anyway. So, yeah. like, <laughs> might as well make it official. I don't listen to a lot of TED Talks either, but, like, I'm kind of over TikTok right now. Is this about us? Would you rather share a twin-size bed or live on opposite coasts? For us? I don't know if it's about us. I think it's also – it could be, like, your partner. Well, if it's a partner, then it would be share a twin-size bed. But if it's you and me, it would be live on opposite coasts. For either one, it's live on opposite coasts. I do not share a bed well. I just have a king-size bed and I'm single. So you and your husband are going to have a long-distance marriage. Yeah, but we like come back and forth all the time. It doesn't say how often we can see each other. I would travel. I'd go there every week. I'm rich in this type in this situation. And you're taking a six-hour flight there and back every week? 
Maybe. Or maybe I'm going for a month at a time. This is loosely defined. <laughs> but there is no way in hell I am sharing a be- sm- small size bed with a man. Okay. Like that sounds, I wouldn't sleep. I mean, do I get like a lifetime subscription to Ambien because, and like a, my own live-in massage therapist and chiropractor? Okay. I, I, <laughs> you have strong thoughts on this. Yes. Would you rather give up shopping for a year or your smartphone for a month? Neither is ideal. Oh, these are awful. Um, I would probably give up shopping for a year because I need my phone for work. Like I genuinely like would then be unemployed. Yeah, no, it's truly sad. I don't think I could give up my phone for a month. I think I would have to give up shopping for a year, even though that would be awful. Awful. Yeah. I assume there is an exception in there for groceries. Yeah. I'm not just like foraging in dumpsters. (laughs) You have to only eat out of trash cans like for in, a year. I'm in the woods. Like I, I think it means like shopping for clothes and beauty products. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have unlimited first class international travel tickets or never pay for food in any restaurant? Ooh. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think I would rather have unlimited first class international tickets because that is something that I can't really afford versus food is something it would be really nice if I never had to pay for food in a restaurant, but I can afford it. Yeah. And there is nothing better than flying in a lay down bed going international. But I truly think that's the less practical choice. Like the right answer should be never having to pay for food in restaurants because I do it's, it so much more. It's totally the right answer, but I want the I want the free tickets. Me too. Yeah. Even though it's not the practical answer. Would you rather f- fly first class beside a crying baby or economy beside someone who keeps trying to talk to you? Oh, I would rather fly first class beside a crying baby. Yeah, I'll just get those noise-canceling AirPods. Yeah. Yeah. You would like have headphones and also the seats are a little more spaced out so you wouldn't they wouldn't be like on top of you. Also, I genuinely just don't want to talk to strangers on the plane. Me either. I'm always like, don't like. I have friends who travel a lot for business and like they'll talk to people on planes. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? How are we friends? Yeah, I don't. I don't do that. Oh, never travel again or never have alcohol again. You guys are savages to ask us such terrible questions. Um, I am going to. Never have alcohol again? Like, I don't want to so just... So what are you going to do when you travel? You're just going to, like, I'm gonna, not have a I'm gonna not drink, have a drink on the beach? I'm going to drink a lot of coffee. I'm going to eat a lot. Like, I'm going to have probably a lot of ice cream. I can't choose. You have to. It's the game. I mean, I guess I would never have alcohol again, That's what you too, would do. But... You travel more than I do. You, But traveling would be so much – like vacation travel would be so much less enjoyable without alcohol. Yeah, but there's still food. Yeah. And there's still good coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Can you imagine if I didn't drink alcohol, how much more seltzer I would drink? Oh, my God. So much seltzer. Drink five cans of seltzer yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> would you never tra- travel again? These never travel again questions. Guys. Or never eat in a restaurant again. I'd never travel again. Yeah, same. Restaurants are really important to me. Also, if you traveled and you, ne- you couldn't eat in a restaurant, what are you doing? Just like at your Airbnb, like making yeah, making quesadillas? Well, you go to art museums, I guess, and like go to the beach. Yeah, but how unrelaxing that you need to go on vacation and mm- feed yourself. And feed yourself. Yeah, no cool. thanks. Would you rather give up salty snacks or sugary treats? I would rather give up sugary treats. I could... Me too. I could do that in a heartbeat. Same. Would you rather only eat tacos for the rest of time or only sushi for the rest of time? Okay. So this is what I thought about a lot as I worked on this outline. I would probably pick tacos. And it's only because there's a lot of varieties of tacos. Like totally. you can get dessert tacos. You could get poke tacos. Sushi I absolutely love. It's one of my favorite foods. I feel like I would OD up on sushi at some point not because of mercury poisoning but just because i would be like i don't want it anymore no because there's definitely days where sushi sounds gross yeah and also i feel like if you had it three meals a day every day yeah oh no i agree tacos all the way yeah tacos all the way we got another tough one on the booze would you rather give up cocktails or give up wine i feel like this episode is is making us sound like alcoholics i could give up cocktails 
easily. I, I only like two cocktails. Yeah, you don't drink a lot of cocktails. I don't. I feel like most cocktails are too sweet for me. So I rarely order a cocktail at a restaurant. I'll order a dirty martini at a, at a, like a steakhouse or something. But yeah, for me, I would actually rather have cocktails. And it's really because as I've gotten older, I can't drink that much wine. Like from a pure enjoyment factor, like nothing makes me happier than like a nice glass of red wine or in the summer, like a crisp glass of of rosé or Sauvignon Blanc. But I can't have more than like one or two glasses of wine. Like whereas a vodka soda or a tequila soda, I will wake up in the morning and feel fine. So I just feel like, and I mean, I, I would miss margaritas so much. I don't know. I feel like I would do cocktails, which the idea of never having wine again makes me very sad. Well, would you rather give up coffee or alcohol for life? Coffee. Yeah, I think I could do coffee. I wouldn't be happy about it. Like, I drink a lot of coffee. But I would switch to, like, to tea or matcha or just stop needing caffeine so much. Yeah, I agree. Wine is just such a – like, I I don't savor my coffee the way I would, like, savor wine or, like, a really good cocktail. So speaking of – all this alcohol talk. I swear I didn't plan it this way. Let's take a quick ad break to talk about Bon and Viv. So we are so excited to have them as a new sponsor, um, as I was already a really big fan. And their spiked seltzer is delicious. And as I mentioned earlier, it has no added sugar. Yeah. So we, we've already covered in this episode how much I like seltzer, but spiked seltzer is even better. And they're also covered how much you like alcohol. I know. <laughs> It's a match made in heaven. There are eight flavors, and they have these flavor blends that are so good. Um, they have pear elderflower, clementine hibiscus, pineapple coconut, and lemon lime. Yes, and then there's also the classic flavors, cranberry, black cherry, mango, and grapefruit. So each can has just 90 calories. It's light, it's refreshing, and it tastes great. My personal favorite flavor. It's hard to decide. Like I'm also really big into the clementine, but my personal favorite flavor right now is the pear elderflower. I just think it's like such a sophisticated flavor profile. I I agree. I love pear flavored things and I don't think there are enough pear flavored things. I also love the pear jelly beans. Oh, I like the pear jelly beans too. And then in the classic ones, I really like the cranberry. Yes. The cranberry is good. It reminds me of Cape Cod. Yeah. Yeah. So you you can't tell, you can't see us right now, but it is Friday afternoon and we broke these out for recording. I mean, we're playing a game, so it felt like the perfect time. Yeah, they're the perfect late afternoon day drink. So Bon and Viv is on a mission to make this summer the best it can be. Obviously, things have been tougher than usual. You can still have fun and you can still have a cocktail and relax and enjoy. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of socially distant hangouts and Bon and Viv is perfect for that. Yeah, and these seltzers have become one of my absolute favorite summer beverages. I live alone, and I do not always want to open up a whole bottle of wine or spend all that time making a fancy cocktail just for me. So I can easily crack one of these open for a refreshing, boozy treat after a long day of work. And I personally really like to drink one while I'm reading, when I'm doing a puzzle, or taking one of my master class lessons. I couldn't agree more. I really like one if I'm cooking or it's great for like watching a movie or I don't think we're supposed to say this, but um, bringing one to the park to read a book with. I know. I was going to say that and I was like, I don't think I'm, we're allowed, but it's great because you can just take the one little can and yeah. it looks like soda. Yeah. And then we should also add that we've been drinking them together on your patio. Yes. That's been really nice. I think we should do that when we finish recording. Yes. But you guys, you have to try these spike seltzers. They're so good. They're the perfect refreshing treat. Yes. And if you do, tag us in your Instagrams. We would love that. Okay. Let's get back to this. We have a lot of book-related questions. Becca, would you never – would you rather never be able to read a book again or never be able to watch TV? Never be able to watch TV. Same. I could I, I, hands down. Same. Yeah. I haven't really been watching a lot of TV. I was going to say I don't watch a lot of TV generally, so it would be easier to give up. Yeah. Would you rather only be able to read books or watch rom coms for the rest of your life? I mean, this person, this question was probably for you because I don't still read books. I would still read books. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, this one is so cruel. Would you rather only read books from genres you don't love or never read again? I think that I would do I would definitely do books from genres I don't love and I would probably it would probably grow on me and I'd start to like it. But then wouldn't it get taken away? Oh, I don't know. I would say I'd never read again. Just reading mediocre books for the rest of your life? Ugh. I was thinking of it more as like, oh, I suddenly have to read like only romance books or like it doesn't mean that you're not going to like the book. It's just like you're at least you're not favorite genre. I know. But like imagine only reading three and a half star books for the rest of your life. But what if they're like good books within a genre you don't like, like really excellent nonfiction? I guess. I'm still not going to (laughs) read. I'm going to read. Would you rather only read thrillers or romance slash YA for the rest of your life? I mean, this, do you know me? Yeah, I'm obviously going to choose thrillers. I'm obviously going to choose romance slash YA. Yes. Wait, would you rather have to pay for books, but they're all five star reads, or get free books, but they're all three star reads? Pay. Pay, definitely. For sure. I feel like that's kind of us. We get sent so many books that I don't really want to read, and I end up buying a lot of books that I want to read. Would you rather only be able to read books on a Kindle or only listen to audiobooks? I can't do the screen, audiobooks. Oh, I would pick Kindle. I used to read on a Kindle before we had the podcast. And I just don't like it. It's so Kindle. convenient for travel. Yeah. Would you rather only ever read YA or adult fiction? Adult fiction. Same. Would you rather be in quarantine forever, but you can read, or COVID never happened, but books are banned? Guys! Guys, this is mean. Like, this is actually a very triggering question. I <laughs> I guess I'll just stay in quarantine forever. Oh, I'm going to say that books are banned, but I'm not going to be happy about it. Is it like quarantine like now, like where we have like some things, or? I don't know. I don't know. But it's forever. Okay, I think I'm. I think books are banned. Yeah, unfortunately for. Books. I mean, I've I've gotta like I've gotta like get a boyfriend at some point. Grace, <laughs> the most important question this of is- this episode: Would you rather sweat mayonnaise or always have Cheeto dust on your hands? I want to know who submitted this. I should look this up because I can see who it is. It was not like it wasn't a friend. I know that because I. This like- is. Awful! I would always have Cheeto dust on my hand because it's delicious and I can lick it off. If I was sweating mayonnaise, I would vomit every time I sweat. Okay. I would also pick Cheeto dust, but can you imagine how fucking inconvenient that would be? Like your couch would be ruined. Your bed would be everything. Everything would be ruined. ruined. (laughs) I'd have to redecorate in an orange color palette. Also, like, do you know that That feeling? feeling, It's like such a gross gross. feeling. Yes. But sweating mayonnaise would be even worse. So I guess you would just have to live with the Cheeto fingers. Oh God. Okay, wait. Would you rather lose your sense of sight or your taste? That's so hard. So I guess taste. I would just be really skinny and have vision. I would need vision. I like vision would just impact my life in such a more meaningful way than losing taste. I'd be sad. I would miss flavor. I would have to find new sources of enjoyment in life. That's yeah. so hard. It's so hard. But I would definitely pick vision. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Fur. I'd be a cat. I would love it. I'd just pet myself all day. Yeah, same. Could I have like long, beautiful fur like Tyrion? I don't know. Maybe you would just have mangy fur. Yeah. I don't know. Scales are just yucky. Would you rather smell like bacon or cookies all the time? Ooh, okay. So I would rather smell like cookies all the time because I feel like bacon would be sometimes great and sometimes not great. Cookies, like there's perfumes that smell like cookies. Yeah. Yeah. But I love the smell of bacon. Yeah, but I don't want to smell like bacon. No. Like if I cook it and I have bacon grease on my hands and I can smell it, like I need to take a shower. Would you rather always have your hair professionally done or always have your makeup professionally done? Hair. For sure. Hair for sure. Yeah. I, I don't really just like choose to wear a lot of makeup in my everyday. When we would do our live shows, like I hated getting my makeup done. I hated sitting there and having them touch my face for all that time. And I just hated – I don't like 
layers of face makeup. Like I can do a smoky eye or like lots of eye makeup or a bold lip, but I want like the sheerest, like most lightweight foundation ever. Like I don't, I don't like that. It's kind of like the Cheeto dust thing. Like I don't like the feeling of like heavy stuff on my face. Oh God. And also if you had Cheeto dust hands and then oh my you were, God. like what would the point of being, of having professional makeup be? Well, you would have to have someone do your makeup because you'd be getting Cheeto dust all over your, you. I guess or are you going brushes? back to Cheeto dust, you would just wear gloves all the time. Yes. It, so it would be hot. It would be hot. It would be uncomfortable, but it would be manageable. Somewhat manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can get silk gloves for the summer. Yeah. M- would make night pillow make us some gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Do you also suffer from Cheeto dust fingers? <laughs> Let me tell you about these gloves. Who can be our next ad read? <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, night team, if you're listening to this. Um, we're going I, off the rails. I agree. I would I would also prefer to always have my hair professionally done because I also feel like if you have your hair done, then you don't even need makeup sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Would you rather lose all of your money and your valuables or all of the pictures that you've ever taken? I think I would rather lose the pictures. Me too. And I hate that. But like, I'm going to assume somebody else has some of the pictures. That's what I was going to say. That like... like and- I don't want to be destitute. I'm also, I, I feel like I don't look back through the f- the photos in my camera roll in my phone that often. Like, it's nice knowing that they're there, but like, I don't know. I don't look yeah. at them that much. Yeah. Would you rather take a shower and put back on dirty clothes or take no shower but wear clean clothes? I'd rather take a shower. I'm not thrilled about putting dirty clothes on, but I'm... I really do not like not being able to shower. Honestly, for me, it would truly depend on how long this had to go on for. Like, I assume it's not forever. Um, I've gotten pretty lax with showering during COVID. <laughs> I feel pretty fine with it. I mean, do I have a big event to go to? Okay, I'll shower. But yeah, I would feel fine with that. Would you rather have fingers for toes or toes for fingers? I would absolutely rather have toes for fingers no i would rather have i'm gonna have like long weird feet then because i need my fingers on my hands you could still do it you would just have like stubby little fingers i don't they're still like opposable why would like i need my hands i need to type like i couldn't type with toes yeah you could no yeah i mean maybe not your big toe but, like, they would be on your hands, so you would still control them in the same way. They would just be short and stumpy. I wouldn't be able to hold a phone. Oh, man. <laughs> Enjoy finding shoes for your finger toes. Yeah, I would just have to get a bigger size. Ew, finger toes sound disgusting. Well, toe fingers sound worse. I mean, they're not great. <laughs> would you rather be constantly tired or constantly hungry? Ugh. I think I would rather be constantly hungry. Me too. Because then I guess I would just eat all the time. Yeah. And and it, you could fix it. But being always tired, like that's the worst feeling when you like have to get through the day and you're like, I'm so tired. Yes. It's 10 in the morning. Would you rather give up reading for pleasure or air conditioning? Oh, God. I, I think I would have to give up reading for pleasure. I knew you would say that. I don't think I could sleep. If I didn't have air conditioning. You could have lots of fans and you could open the window. Oh, but in like the really hot part of summer, like I truly don't think I'd be able to sleep without air conditioning. Yeah. I think I would give up AC, but I would have a lot of fans. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't be happy about it, but reading. Would you rather have your Google search history published or you can only use Google once a week? Publish it. I'm not totally. I'm not searching anything really weird. I would even own the really weird things. Yeah. Sometimes I do search really weird things. Yeah. Same. I think people would be like, huh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather vote for Donald Trump once or know that a Republican would win every election from 2024 on? I I refuse to take part in this narrative. Yeah, I'm upset by both. God, no. Would you rather eat egg salad or fuck Donald Trump? I would rather eat egg salad. I love egg salad. Like, I would be this was for me, delighted to eat egg salad. Yeah, I, I, egg salad is my worst fear. Like, guys, I'm, I hate mayonnaise. I hate hard-boiled eggs. I will I will take one for the team. I will eat egg salad. Would you rather only eat with your hands or have to be barefoot forever? I would eat with my hands. I'd eat with my hands. Yeah. Would you rather date a guy who wears jeans with bedazzled pockets or 
date someone bedazzled with, pockets. I don't even care what the other answer is. Or date someone with backward who wears a backwards slash upside down visor. No, absolutely the bedazzled pockets. Yeah, it sounds funny. Yeah, it's funny. It'd be his thing. Yeah. Oh, would you rather have a floor length white beard that you can't cut, or have a giant lobster claw for an arm? I'm gonna do the lobster claw. Yeah, you still have another arm. Yeah, yeah. I I think the beard is just so distracting that be hot. A lot of yeah. maintenance. You can't cut it, but can you wax it? No, I, I think it's just there. It yeah. just always grows back. Yeah. Well, I think we'll leave it there with our giant lobster claw arms. Yeah, I think we will. So let's get back to some end matter. I, I, I feel like I've got a lot to talk about. Oh, okay. What are you obsessed with this week? Okay. So I'm obsessed with this thing, and it's just called Bug Bite Thing. It's literally called Bug it's Bite called Thing? Bug Bite Thing. And I think you buy it at bugbitething.com. Okay. So um, I don't know if you've noticed this. But um, I feel like in COVID, maybe because there's like fewer people, less traffic. I don't know what it is. There, there are more mosquitoes in New York City than there usually are. Interesting. I've noticed that. And I thought it was because I have on my patio, I've got all those plants. So I thought maybe more, more bugs were gravitated because of the plants. No, I, I even get them like out to dinner. Like I've gotten so many bug bites this summer in New York City. And I feel like that's usually pretty rare. There's not usually mosquitoes around. Are mosquitoes taking over? Maybe. I I don't know. Maybe somebody will fact check me, but I feel like I feel like there's more mosquitoes. So anyway, I was complaining that I had this mosquito bite and I I unintentionally itched it so much that it was like bleeding. Oh no. Because I was doing it mindlessly and I like didn't even realize it. So I was complaining about how many bug bites I had and uh, my friend Kate was like I just got this thing it's called bug bite thing. So, it's this like tube I'm it's so hard to explain it's like a tube and then it has like a plunger basically and you kind of pull it up and it like creates suction on the bug bite but it makes it stop itching weird it's super weird but it actually does work I think I don't oh yeah it says that it extracts insect saliva venom from under the skin to help alleviate the itching stinging and swelling that occurs with bug bites and stings I don't know. I can't tell if it's just placebo effect, but I truly think it worked. I used it on a bug bite that I had from last weekend, and I was like, oh, it's better now. Weird. Cool. It's $10. Yeah. And I think there's free shipping, so it can't hurt. So if you – I'm the person that bugs love. Like, if I'm in a group, I feel like I always get the most bug bites, so – I don't get a lot of bug bites. Yeah, so I feel like it was, like, a good investment at $10. What's your thing? I have two. Um, okay. The first is you should smell this candle. It's called Holy Ficus by D.S. and Durga. It is one of my favorite eh. candles ever. It smells, it's really like smoky and woodsy, but it almost like has like a note of like tomato leaves in there. So I'm saying that this is my summer sexy fireplace candle. Because I, I, I always say my favorite scent for home is like a sexy fireplace, like the Maison Louis Marie candle, the Nest Hearth candle, the Le Labo Santel 26 candle. Like th- those are the fragrances I usually go for. Oh, it smells so good. My other one is my R Place pan. I've been seeing that everywhere on Instagram. Well, it was like stalking me on the internet for a very long time, and I finally got it. And it's great because it, first of all, it's like truly nonstick. Like I just, like I make scrambled eggs, I make stir fries, and you just wipe it clean. Secondly, it comes with a little basket so you can steam dumplings or vegetables or anything in there. And it also has its own spatula, and it has like a little nook on the handle to rest the spatula on. I just think it's beautifully designed. It's really nice. It's so pretty. I feel like it's a limited uh, time before I I take the plunge here too. Yeah, it's a great pan. I highly recommend it. Yes. What is your Instagram obsession? So this one is a good one. So I just did a a project with Chambord on my Instagram, which I'm really proud of. You guys should all make those cocktails. But through it, I was introduced to a mixologist that works with Chambord. Her name is Dina, and her Instagram handle is called Cocktails for Breakfast, but um, the four is the number four. So she has amazing cocktail recipes on her site, like just really delicious things you would never even think of, like all like unexpected flavor profiles. She has a lot of tequila stuff, which I love tequila. And she just launched her own line of salts. And it's Ooh. called Mez Sol. 
And my favorite one is the hibiscus one. It's so good. Um, it's great for like rimming the glasses if you're mm. making a cocktail. Um, and it's it's cool just because like I think it's awesome that she's kind of taken this quarantine and like launched this small business. So there's like a million different flavors. The hibiscus one is is the best in my opinion. But she's really cool and her little brand is very cool too. That's great. Yeah. How about you? Um, so I – one of my good friends got a new dog and he has an Instagram. And his Instagram is your best friend Joey. And he is the best dog. He's so sweet. He's also really funny looking and he looks great in a Hawaiian shirt. And Oh, this is Allie's dog. This is Allie's dog. I'm so excited to follow him. He's very cute. I haven't followed any new Instagram dogs in a while. He's cute. He's so cute. He's such a good boy. How about books? So originally what I put in the outline was just, ha ha. Yes, you've been busy. I did not get any reading done. But then last night I was supposed to have plans and I got canceled on. So I stayed in and I read the first 200 pages of the sequel to American Royals, which is called Majesty, which comes out September 1st. I cannot wait to read it. It's so good. I am hopeful that I will have a chance to finish it this afternoon because I need to know what happens. But it is so, so good. What is yours? Um, I have a bunch. So I've been reading a lot. I am listening to How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi, and that is audiobook, so I'm just doing that during my walks and my chores. I read Rodham. Did we talk about Rodham last week? Um, I don't think so. I talked about this on my Instagram. Okay, I loved this book. I felt... That's so interesting because I did not think you would like it for some I know, reason. you said that. I don't understand why you didn't think I would like it. Um... Curtis Sittenfeld, first of all, is such an amazing writer. I, I've read most of her books and love them all. Truly, yeah. She, this was so well-researched. She nailed Hillary's voice so well. Like I felt like I was sitting down and reading like this really juicy autobiography that Hillary decided to write. I mean, until like the history just totally diverged. And Interesting. I loved it. The Donald Trump cameos are amazing. I just found it so enjoyable. Like, there was funny parts. There was emotional parts. There were sad parts. I don't know. Like, it made me sad at the end thinking about how, like, the world could be different. But um, I loved it. I mean, it helps that I like Hillary. I'm I'm a big Hillary fan. But I think it also humanized her. Why did you think I wouldn't like it? I don't know. I, I was only medium on it. I had a really large sense of cognitive dissonance between reading about characters that are fictionalized versions of real people. And I I found it weird overall. Yeah, it is weird, but I really enjoyed it. Interesting. Like, I can't unsee the saxophone scene that's, like, seared into my brain. Wait, tell me about your next one. The next one, I read... Deadly Little Scandals, which you gave to me. Yes. And you thought I was going to love this. I thought you were. It had one of the, in my opinion, like it had such a huge twist that made it like so worth it. I thought it went so off the rails. I thought the twist was just like wildly unbelievable. Oh, I thought it was great. I totally thought it was believable. Oh, no. I, I will say I enjoyed it. I found it a pleasurable book to read, but like. Solid B for me. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. I am like batting zero. Yeah, you're not really understanding me these days, Becca. Wow. I thought you were going to love that. I loved the twist. Oh, that's so funny. I'm now I, – I just last night finished Party of Two by Jasmine Guillory. What did you think? I think it's her best one yet. Hard agree. Hard agree. I loved the characters. I know that you and I both love a famous person um, – dates and a non-famous person trope and so this one has this woman who's just moved to LA to start her own law firm and she falls in love with a senator a famous senator and they have you know it's an interracial relationship and there's a lot of media scrutiny and they're constantly like harping on how she looks and like digging up things from her past 
And I just found that the characters were so relatable, so real. I know I said this about Dan too earlier. I love that they were a little bit older. Like sometimes reading romance books about people in their 20s is a little depressing. So I liked that she was in her mid to late 30s and he was 39. I just loved it. Loved it. I love everything Jasmine Guillory writes. And like I had been saving this up as like a treat book. And I read it in a couple days. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And then I just started reading. Grace, you read like six books in the past week. No, I read. I'm listening to an audiobook and I read three books and I started a new one. That's a lot, but it's not that much. Um, and then I just started The Changeling by Victor Laval. And that, um, I mean, that's an, it's a few years old, but I'm doing this. And you guys should all sign up for it. It's in Random House's bio. But I'm moderating a panel of summer reading. And Kate Stamen London's going to be on it. And Lauren Wilkerson, who we've had on. And there's a few other authors. And one of them, I wanted to make sure that I read every one of their books before interviewing these people. So one of them is Victor Laval. So I'm reading The Changeling right now. I just started it. But it's like a horror thriller. So I'm excited about that. Wow, you've done some reading. I mean, that's like the theme of this summer. Like, what else am I going to do? Well, if you, the listener, would like a book recommendation, we have a great one for you. So our August book club pick is The Comeback by Ella Berman, and it is about a Hollywood starlet who is uh, sexually and emotionally abused by the director who made her famous, and she drops out of Hollywood and moves home with her parents for a year. And then the book uh, basically starts with her coming back to Hollywood to make her comeback and take her revenge, and it is so good. I think it's the perfect mix of really timely topics and and serious topics that it deals a lot with me too but it also has like a soapy tabloidy story that makes it really page turnery it it doesn't feel it feels the the right amount of heavy i guess yeah i would say it's serious issues packaged in a light kind of thriller sort of setting yeah. it's it's a good book I think right now to read because it is really enjoyable, but it's not like totally like vapid and mindless. Yes. I totally agree. Yes. So we'll be talking about that next week on the podcast. And then in the meantime, if you would like more of us, you can join our Facebook group where we're always talking about books. You can follow us on Instagram at Bad on Paper Podcast. And I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman. I'm on Instagram at Grace Atwood. And I blog every single day at thestripe.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.